Welcome to Sidetrack with Armstead and Posh. We put Carl in the dungeon, armed with a laptop, and talked to several of our friends and fellow pullers. Stay with us tonight as we are joined in studio by NTPA Region 2 two-wheel drive puller Jacob Shepard. This is Sidetracked. of One Half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios, Sidetracked with Armstead and Poosh. Brought to you by the Second Baptist Bar and Grill, your exorcism specialist. All right, welcome to Sidetracked. Who do we have on the line tonight? Lincoln Donahue. Are you sure you didn't get the wrong number? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, another long-time puller calling in. I, why do I have a feeling Andy Gerbaugh got a hold of you? Uh, no, I'm actually not a puller. I just uh, was on Twitter tonight and saw that Kenny Eggleston had retweeted you guys are doing a call-in tonight. Kenny's got a Twitter? <laughs> I, I, well, it's the Pullcast Twitter. Oh, well, no. that's, that's Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Yep, that was him. Man, leave it to Eggleston to get hook us up with a uh, first call of the night. Actually, his first call last time, so I guess it's kind of apropos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I met Kenny, oh, probably two years ago at National Farm Machinery Show. I've, I'm a huge listener of his and uh, always liked what he did for, get, basically got everybody started in this podcast, I, I feel. And, uh, you know, I kind of try to listen to everybody else's now, now that he's got everybody else on board, it seems like. Well, just don't waste your time on Thursday nights because, uh, you know, Eric does a great job with the, you know, throwback Thursdays with the Godfather, but, you know, the two idiots on the other end of this phone line, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've got plenty of time to waste on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, if it's, if it's got to do with pulling, I mean, I could sit and listen for days upon days about it. Well, you said you're not a puller, but uh, I know I've seen your name on I would come say, around, but where are you involved with the sport? I guess I could call myself what people may say a super fan. Um, been a fan of pulling since maybe the age of five. I'm now 33. A uh, couple years back, I got uh, what I think was the biggest opportunity is I actually helped a couple of two-wheel drive truck pulling teams throughout the year at, at select events that I'm able to make it just kind of help with them whatever they need it to help with and uh that that to me you know it was it was huge and uh that's kind of how I got into more back into pulling for say but uh I'm a huge fan of all pulling I don't discriminate against any of it I love it all except select few classes I don't mind to watch but you know I think pulling around everywhere is great in general so that's uh that's kind of how i my involvement with everything well as we do with all our callers who call in we didn't give a chance to preempt you because we've been like we said we fighting technical difficulties tonight we seem to be up and running right, good right, now exactly 
But uh, as we do with all our listeners, who are your legends and heroes in the sport? You know, just pick a couple. Who did you look oh, up to man. growing up? Growing up, uh, I always say Art Art Farms was huge. Um, seeing his Green Monster mods that was that was huge for me as a kid growing up. Um, I felt pretty fortunate. I lived not too far from Owensboro, Kentucky. They had every year they had a huge pool there two night pool and they just had an array of of a lot of what i would call legends uh many the washes uh i love their irish challenger trucks and their mod that was just something always to go see when i was a kid and when our our funds pulled you know uh later down the road in the pro stock class i remember watching the boys come in and with their green streaks um, and just dominating back then even. So it, it it's kind of nice. And, uh, you know, Simons, Roger Simon, I uh, remember watching them growing up, the Sullivans. They were just – all those names were just huge people that I always remember as a kid. And now to see them later in life and get to be around them when I do go to polls, it's just – you know, that means a lot to me as a fan – to see all that still today. Yeah, totally. They have covered a lot of the real good names out there in the sport, and uh, yeah, Arfons is kind of a huge one. Actually, it's it's funny. I, some of the some of the guys out in your neck of the woods uh, come to mind. Actually, just last night, I happened to notice uh, the uh, gas station on the east end of town where I live uh, has the uh, uh, Miller Light uh, Penske replica of one of Jasky's old two wheel drives sitting out front uh, this week. Oh wow, that would be something to see. Yeah, yeah that, they repaint they repaint it whether it needs it or not about every five years, so it's looking a little bit rough these days. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got the whatever the eight point three area sitting there, and um, I I happened upon it. Uh, this has got to be four or five years ago now. I crawled underneath and looked, and uh, there's no oil pan on it, and nothing inside the block. <laughs> 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 the blower enough for, for decorations now. Yeah, the yeah. blower enough right there would be uh, plenty to uh, cover just for a standing lawn ornament, so to speak. Yep, just about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a neat scene to see. So, well, thank you, Lincoln, for calling in. I see we got some more people stacking up the lines here. So, uh, yeah, thanks definitely. for your patience thanks, dealing thanks with us. Said- Go ahead. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, guys. I, I really appreciate it, and thanks for doing what you do for pulling, and I'm sure it'll get better as time goes on. Well, Lord, we hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get this perfected, we'll yeah, do this some yeah. more, so feel free to uh, pay attention, and if we do the call-in show again, feel free to uh, jump on with us. Spread the word with your friends. We're looking yeah, for definitely. callers tonight, so make sure you uh, send it out. So, Lincoln Donahue, thank you for calling in, sir. Have a great night. Yeah. Thanks, you too. Now, if I'm reading the correct name here right now, I know who sent this guy in. Is that Mr. Rodney Hetler on the line right now? Uh, yes, sir, it is. How much did Gerbaugh pay you to call in tonight? Uh, not enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the situation normal. I mean, that's a given. He's still waiting on his last check from the last show we did, so... 
Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, he, he ain't too shabby. I, I'll tell you what. I I don't think Charles and I have a bigger proponent for everything we do out there, short of our significant others and uh, Andy Gerbaugh and everything he does for the sport. Oh, yeah. Yep, definitely. But enough on him, because Lord knows his head won't fit in the municipal truck tomorrow, tonight <laughs> or tomorrow morning, whatever he's working, if we keep on how we're doing. <laughs> Mr. Hetler, single-engine mod king, I guess you could call now, or born-again king. Uh, how'd the season shape up for you with uh, the new old tractor, so to speak? Uh, pretty well. Um, the first year back was 2015, and we ended up sixth in points. And then, uh, or no, seventh in points. And then, no, no, sorry, sixth in points. And then this last season in 16, we just ended here in September. Uh, we finished fifth. So that, that was kind of my goal, uh, to set out the season and uh, to be at least top five in points. And we had a few hiccups there during the season. We lost a motor and had to rebuild it and missed out on um, at least one event there. So, you know, that, that definitely hurts you if you're going to try to go after points or anything like that. So, but, you know, fifth, we were, we were happy. So we got some stuff in the works right now, but hopefully we can be up there at the top. Well, it doesn't hurt you at all considering who your main wrench is on all your motors either. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. A lot of people thought um, he was our main wrench last year, and he um, he didn't build our motor um, until now this one coming up. So uh, we'll get to really see the – the great things bibs can do uh coming up this next season but now as far as a lot of the knickknack stuff on the tractor he reworked a lot of things uh massaged a lot of stuff and really made a lot of things work so we, we really saw the benefits of having bibs on our side uh last year and then this coming year we'll really see it so that's good to hear that he's keeping one foot in the uh in the pulling stuff, I know he gets busy with uh, with the Imca mods back home in Iowa too. Oh yeah, yeah he does. He has boy races and and they're doing really well. You know, every every season they get better. So, so he's he's a young young driver. So I I think uh, his boy's twenty two, twenty three years old. Not you know not very old. So now your track your tractor the gold digger. I think Charles and I can say we were probably the last people to see it in the state it was before you guys bought it back. Yeah, I was and, just having the same thought, yeah. You know, I don't know if we've yeah. talked with you or not about it, but it was Charles and I, April Fool's Day, what, two years ago now? It be two and a half or three and a half years ago, I don't remember. Yeah, well, yeah 2014. Yeah, 2014, that's right. Out looking for old McCullough and steel chainsaw parts um, out at Janus Salvage Joe Stocks. Oh no, that's like Topristine area right there. Oh, that is the best place <laughs> in the world for anything because they have it. But. I had to walk around the Puller 2000 leaned up against a crunched uh, wheel horse and there in the grass is the frame rails. <laughs> and uh, we both go Gold Digger. We never heard the name of that tractor ever around here, you know, up in the Thumb Mission. We had a lot of mods back in the day. And uh, so we both took pictures, and Charles put it up on uh, Pulling Reference on Facebook. And uh, lo and behold, like a month later, you buy the, bought the chassis. And uh, 
it, it was just kind of a cool thing. We saw yeah. the carcass laying there, and now we get to see it as a beautiful mod, fully restored, and looks like it definitely could be one to uh, play in the Legend series, but we know Motors had some updating to it to get her to play again. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, it's funny because I wasn't even on Facebook back then, and um, and how we found it was basically my dad and I were we always go fishing uh, in Kentucky Lake with a bunch of bunch of guys every April. So every April it seems like I will be sitting out in the boat, and I say, man, wouldn't it be nice to be tracked for him again? You know, and we just sit there and dream about it and talk about it, but that's it. And uh, I had a good year in business that year, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to try to find this thing for Father's Day. And I remember as a kid, I was 12 years old when he sold it in 92, and uh, and uh, I remember Bob buying it. So I thought, shoot, what what's it going to hurt? Let's just call him up, see if he knows where it's at, because that's what I was, that was my main question was, hey, Bob, where's this at nowadays, you know? And then here he, he's got it still, you know, he... He took pretty much all the parts off of it and rear end and all that kind of stuff. But um, so that, that's how I got it. And then um, a friend of mine uh, was telling was telling my dad, "Hey, your old tractor's on Facebook." And we're like, "What?" And here it was about a month and a half before I got it. You guys had posted it on there, so it was pretty cool. Small world that it, you know. It's one of the things that the internet has done, and well, heck, this show's. A product of that, how how small it's actually made the world. Oh yeah, especially in this yeah, sport, for sure. No, it's cool to see it back out there and and uh, running again, as opposed to just disappearing into the weeds at JNS. So that's yeah, a good thing. Yep. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So a lot of fun getting it back out there again. So. Tell everybody where they can find you guys and follow along with uh, what you guys are, are doing this off season and where you're pulling next year. Um, we're we pull mainly in Indiana Pulling League IPL. Uh, they're even on Facebook, got a Facebook page and everything, so you can follow a lot of the events on there. And um, we have about uh, for mod class, we have about 18 hooks a season, so we're pretty busy there during State Fair week or um, all the state fairs going on there um in july i think we hooked seven times in nine days you know so seven different places i guess i should say in nine days so we were really really busy um but so you can find us mainly northern indiana that's where most of our hooks are um and then as far as what we got going on i i got some exciting stuff i just can't share it all but um, nor would you want to yeah, Bibbs Bibbs will uh he's working on some stuff. We'll just put it that way and uh we'll see how everything goes, you know, next year. I think uh we'll have a little learning curve going on maybe in the first few polls, so um but then we'll we'll get it we'll get it down. You know, my my dad he just turned seventy uh on Saturday. So I got an old season driver in there, uh and he's teaching me a lot of stuff along the way, so that's kind of where he's he's been a big helper on you know helped me on a lot of things i've tried to waist down pretty good now uh i can pretty much tell him hey i want this this and this you know and then he just climbs in the driver's seat and gets it done now do you guys um, do split time driving so, so you get I'm to learn a little bit it's a big learning curve and 
you know, he he's leading me in the right direction. We'll just say that. So. So do you guys do like a split time driving? So you get to have like a little bit of a learning curve. Kind of, he gives you some pointers and whatnot. Yeah, I just kind of say, "Hey, Dad, I kind of want to drive tonight, or next next pool I want to drive." And I, I ended up driving three times this year, not a whole bunch, but um, uh, I mean, both, all three times I was in the top ten, so I was happy with that, you know. But how many uh, guys one do you time have? Was definitely a learning learning one. And the other two, I, I build up from there and, you know, just hope to do better every time. So so how many guys do you have down there pulling against you? Uh, we normally have a solid 12. Uh, if you bring everybody out, then we can get 14, 15 tractors. Nice but we, we typically have 12 solid tractors every event. So, okay. and that's the thing, it's, you know, all forms of pulling are pretty competitive but um in in the ipl for a single engine we turn the tires really hard and there's some guys out there i mean we're turning them hard and we're putting on a good show you know and and uh i mean any night any one of the guys can win but you definitely have those uh top guys that you got to try to beat you know and um so that's where we're at this year and we're, we're gonna hope to get something going to where we can compete a little more with those guys oh yeah you're always going to have that the guys that will go out there and they they're not scared to throw a route out yeah oh yeah we we uh set our stuff a little more conservative than than uh on kill or anything like that so we don't we don't turn ours quite as hard but definitely you guys run the, the single cut tires on that tractor do you not yeah, cut in half. Yeah. Oh, cut in half. Okay. Is that a is that a common setup in that class, or something you guys are doing a little bit different than everybody else? Uh, no, it's yeah, that's pretty much the going thing. Uh, I know um, a couple guys. Um, well, Les Corporal that owns Modern Machine. He ran in our class uh, quite a few years, and and uh, he he won in twenty fifteen and sixteen back to back points champion. And uh, I know he had told me before he's tried double cuts, and you just don't have enough smoke in that single engine being, you know, in A, that it just can't turn the tires hard enough. Yeah, that's what I was so, going to ask you. If you fewer, fewer lugs in the tires let you spin it up a little harder. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah, now there's um, a guy that um, pulls, well, actually our president of the league, uh, he's pulled with 24-5 double cuts, and he's done really well. So, I mean, that is something you can turn that smaller tire a little harder, but those 30.5s are pretty hard for um, for our kind of motor to, to turn double cuts. All right, so, so I got a question. I uh, I started out, well, not really driving mod, but that was the first blower motor that I drove. So you guys are limited to pretty much anything besides Hemis, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, everybody pretty much runs a Chevy. Uh, we got a Dodge motor in there, and, okay. and we got a Ford motor. But, yeah, you can't have no no Hemi or anything okay. like that. 871 on uh, standard Helix or high Helix? Uh, 871 on high Helix or standard? No, uh, no it's uh, naturally aspirated. Oh, naturally aspirated. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah so. five, 530 cubic inch limit. And, uh, I mean, there's, you know, we're running, there's guys running 1,200 horse. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're still at the point where it's, pretty hard to turn a double cut if you're not with the blower motor yeah yeah but i was yeah. on facebook 
and checking out your pictures, it looks like you turned that tractor off extremely nice. Yeah, well, thank you. We got our buddy yeah. Jake yeah. Shepard on the now, line with us tonight, Rodney. That's he's a two-wheel drive puller, NTPA. NTPA. Yeah, Vegas <laughs> head swell a little bit more has uh, um, alcohol addiction retap. Hey, uh, stop it! You're gonna break my Chevy. headphones. <laughs> I got a small head already, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, the thing that a lot of people don't know about the tractor is the whole thing is bed liner. Um, that's I detail cars for a living. Got my own shop and. And then on the side, I've been spraying bed liners for the last four years for a company called Scorpion and uh, Scorpion Protective Coatings. And uh, that whole thing, it, the whole thing is bed liner. And it's not super rough like you get from, you know, in the back of your truck, like a Line-X or something like that. It's, it's a little more smoother and we can do colors. And that's basically my dad and I shot the whole thing. It took all weekend, but we shot the whole thing in a, in a weekend definitely so, would not have expected it. it was a bed liner by any means it looks like it was actually a pretty solid paint job i gotta, I gotta give you props for yeah. how smoothly <laughs> you snuck that plug in there that was good yeah <laughs> so yeah they're a good company to me so they've sponsored the tractor uh we just got signed on with them again for another year so there's positive things going on there yeah, good deal and then it's worth the plug <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys yeah. got anybody in that uh, in that class with you that's that's trying to run any Pontiac still? No, nobody's nobody's uh, got any Pontiacs. No. I haven't seen one in a while. There was some in uh, some NA Pontiacs in ITPA's single engine mod class, but boy, we that we got to be talking maybe what ten years ago now. Yeah, I was still pretty young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before I could drive. Yeah, now we have, um, you know, profiler heads, which are, you know, off of the Big Chief design oh, yeah. and stuff like that, more of a Pontiac Big Chief designed head, but um, other than that, you know, yeah, no, nobody runs any Pontiacs. So. Gotcha. Well, then that bring, leaves us with uh, one question to ask you that we ask everybody. Um, Heroes and Legends, the influences on you personally in the sport of pulling who would you identify in that list oh boy um well i'd have to say um number one to get my dad and i or my dad then me and into the sport would be uh jack tedder uh he's a big influential part and then um in the 80s uh, mid 80s um before scott was able to drive was old enough uh he had my dad drive for two two years for him, and uh, he pulled that thing all over the place with American shows. And on any given weekend, we'd, we'd go, and uh, that was a triple. And we'd take that and go against Bruce Hutcherson, John Heilman, Banner, uh, everything else. So you got Dean Isley, that was out of, I think, Pontiac, Michigan there, uh, big-time promoter in the 80s and um, kind of helped start monster trucks too I think but anyway he had his own pulling thing called American Show and he always wanted like 10 trucks 10 tractors about 10 of everything and so uh, that's how my dad was able to get into that and you know pulling against Bruce Hutcherson and big names like that banners seeing both of those tractors all the time and all that kind of stuff they're pretty influential and 
Um, of course, I always liked Clint Ingler. Um, and then, you know, when the, um, when the show come on there, Hidden Heroes, uh, I recorded that when I was seven years old, and I thought, oh, man, this guy did. He's, got, he's cool as hell. And uh, <laughs> here I am, you know, one Sunday afternoon, I messaged him, and he was nice enough to message me back, and next thing you know, we're about best friends anymore. So that's pretty cool. Good stuff. I, I'd say all those guys there. I was mainly a mod guy, uh, you know, growing up. So definitely the mod most of the old time mod guys were my heroes. I like that. I like that you touched on Big Jack. I think uh, of all the people we've asked that so far, you're actually the first one to mention him. Um, several people have, have talked about Scott, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and Jack, he from the story that my dad told me, you know, he uh, invited my dad to a pool and mid 70s and back then you could have two drivers on one tractor so you could pull in the same class with two different drivers so he pulled and he said here steve you want to drive it and here's my dad he's in his 20s and he's like sure and that's all it took it was one time and then he was hooked and then uh build his own and went from there so that's how it always yeah, sounds like you get that one time driving and it's like yeah well that was uh the start to an expensive hobby yeah <laughs> yeah then my mom named the tractor in the 70s gold digger because it took all the money and <laughs> we've got one up here it's a uh, light limited super stock and it's actually called whiskey throttle and i just hosted the awards banquet for ttpa it was the mc and on the way out and i have never met I love the family to death. They are great people, but I've never met mom at any of the pools. No. And uh, on her way out, she goes, great job tonight, but you got one thing wrong. I go, okay, what's that? She goes, you got the name of the tractor wrong. And I stopped, and I thought about it. I'm going, what do you... Then it clicked in my head. We were stuck in a pool waiting for the rain to pass, and I got the story. Well, this was actually mom's kitchen fund that we went and bought the tractor with. So the tractor's name actually should be Bob's Kitchen. So, yeah, I, I know how that story goes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, Rodney. If you got a good woman behind you, too, that helps. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys spend a lot of time and a lot of money on it, and a lot of times you don't see the woman behind the scenes, and they're a big part of it, you know, too, so absolutely well sir we're gonna let you get on with your night we've spent enough you uh wasted enough of your time i should say if i can talk properly today on uh having to deal with us idiots thank you for calling in sir i know i'm looking forward to trying to get down there sometime to see uh see the tractor in action that we saw in weeds just so few years ago and uh best look to you guys in 2017 all right thanks guys i appreciate it all right, sounds good. Bye. Thanks, Roddy. All right, bye. Now, you know, I'm this guy has been ticking me off over and over again. He keeps sending callers in. He keeps sending callers in. But we had to I had a Facebook message this guy to get on the phone, and he's a pulling encyclopedia. Can you believe that? Oh, hey, Andy. How you doing, sir? <laughs> What's up, Armstead? Oh, just living the dream. We got Shepard in studio tonight with us. Uh, Big Words made an appearance. We're happy to see that. We haven't played his drop yet, but that will happen soon enough. 
And then, of course, Meyer's sitting back here pulling his hair out as uh, we've been fighting technical difficulties uh, for the first bit today. Luckily, there are no small children around, so he didn't have to punch he's, anyone. He's going to try to play my drop. I'm going to smash his knuckles in that laptop. <laughs> <laughs> think that's a good idea with the mood I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what kind of day I've had either. <laughs> So, you guys just had on. Oh yes, it was, and thank you, sir, for uh, sending them uh, our way. As always, we never know who Andy Gerbaugh is going to point towards the sidetrack Colin show, but you know what? It's you never disappoint, sir. We got to thank you for that. Yeah, I'd like to thank me for nothing. I just appreciate what you guys are doing, and if I can help you out in any way I can, I uh, I enjoy doing that. I'm kind of like behind the scenes type of person I, I don't take like public appearances and that kind of stuff very well I'm actually kind of a shy person but I just appreciate what you guys are doing and I try to help you any way I possibly can well I figured that out when we were doing our live recording what was it uh Friday no it was uh Thursday um Don Masterson was there and which we got to get him on the show sometime soon I'm gonna have to ask Another favor from Andy to help facilitate that, but uh, yeah, you want you ever see Armstead ever shut up doing anything? No, no. you're 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 constantly violent, constantly. And I I, I saw but, him take a breath once while he was you, sleeping. When you, when you uh, actually put your hand out to shake uh, Don Masterson's hand, you were nervous. I shut right up. The only time I ever seen you quiet. I never said a word. I just sat there listening. He didn't have to do anything. To, he didn't have to do anything to shake Don's hand because he was already shaking. <laughs> but that was the same day. I think we're sitting there. We're doing our live, sh- quote unquote, live show. We ended up having to record everything just because of uh, because of too many people in the area. We had no internet signal whatsoever. You know how that is, Jake, down oh, yeah. at Bowling Green. Yeah, oh, yeah. there's no too Facebook or anything. Oh yeah, too many people in one and, small uh, area. And Andy's standing off to the side talking. And I came around with a microphone. And I put it in front of. Andy's face, he about took my head off <laughs> as he ran away. And Andy's built a lot like me. He has, you don't miss any meals. Hey, I don't either. It's part of why we like you. But uh, no, it was, I, I thought Andy was severely going to hurt me, but he did break down and say about three, four words on air, and that was it. So. <laughs> That's why I could never do your guys' job, you know, getting calls from people you don't even know who's calling, and all of a sudden, you know, I could never do your job. There's no way. I appreciate that you guys can and got the nerve to do it. We don't have nerve. We're just full of shit. <laughs> and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> now, Andy, we've known you, you know, via Facebook for a little bit, but we met you for the first time down in Celine this year. I know we were trying to meet up after the um, National Point Championship for the NATPA Mason, but unfortunately, welcome to Michigan. We had uh, snow and weren't able to uh, meet up, but I've never really gotten your background. What got you into the sport of pulling to be the walking encyclopedia you are? And not only are you walking encyclopedia on pulling, but damn near anything with a motor. I mean, one day I post somebody posted a picture of a Grand Trunk locomotive, I'm a big rail fan, and you commented on, you know, you were you were able to have a understandable conversation with me 
which is scary. But what got you to where you're at as far as the uh, super fan and encyclopedia are in pulling? Uh, basically, I was six years old, Monroe County Fair down here in uh, Monroe, Michigan, back uh, when the, well, it still is Grand National now, but for years it wasn't. But back in the 70s and early 80s, that was a Grand National hook. And actually, that was a pretty pretty premier event. And uh, I was six years old. And I always, you know, I mean, I was young, you know what I mean? But four or five years old, I watched tractor player at Saline, which is my home, home, home town county, county fair. And, you know, it was interesting, you know. But then uh, then they got the taste of the, you know, the heavy super stocks and John Lancaster. That was it for me when I saw John, John Lancaster on his AC-210 and, and I was, you know, just like everybody else, it's like I didn't know who he was or never even heard of the quad squad at the time. And everybody else got all fancy painted up tractors, and here comes an Alice Chalmers 210 that was, you know, pretty looked beat to death and rusty rims, and you're like, my God, what the hell? But John lit that son of a bitch up, and it was game on, and I've been hooked ever since. I think we can, uh, all three of us know exactly a rusty Moline that's up here that everybody thought was like a hunk of junk and then it rolled off the trailer on propane yeah <laughs> yeah it's oh yeah it's i worked on it and it was extremely bad there was the hood had like 16 holes in it that we had to work on and it was just horrible and he's like well i'd like it to look as good as possible i'm like well paint would be number one <laughs> he he goes, well, that's not in the budget. It's already way over budget. <laughs> well, let's put it together the way it is, and then it will be a shocker for everyone. <laughs> but speaking, speaking of uh, rusty old beat-up tractors, I've been in contact with uh, Allison Potter, which is E.J. Potter's daughter. Oh, wow. And she lives up here, she lives up here just north of me, and, and she started a Facebook page back here just a you know, year or so ago. And I've been in contact her actually with uh, contact with her actually this week, and I was going to try to have her call into your show, but uh, she's kind of shy. But anyways, to make a long story short, kind of give it a plug. Uh, so I know Charles is big time in DJ Potter. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think all three of us yeah, are. I was going to say shepherds in the yeah. same. Oh level. yeah. Well, pay attention in the next three weeks or so, a month at the latest. Uh, there's going to be some stuff coming up for sale for EJ Potter, and she's got going to release the book and the, and the DVDs too. Oh, that's oh, awesome! Good, so, that's good. So. <laughs> right before the holidays, when my ass is broke, <laughs> <laughs> put it on the wish list. Oh boy! So, you know, Andy, we all go back and forth on Facebook, and. I gotta make a plug on your wife Lisa because Lisa is awesome, and I've never seen, and I'm not trying to slight, be sexist or anything, a woman so much into motorsports as much as you, and I love that you guys kind of got your own, you know, your pictures of your pullers, your pictures of your individual racers that, you know, she's got hers, you've got yours. I, I think it's great, but you were talking about, you know, seeing solid junk and. We were posting a picture, and uh, Lisa posted a picture, her picture, of uh, my favorite puller, period, Jerry Van Dorpy, in Charlotte, hometown pull for him. And uh, I go, huh. And I walk in my son's room, and up there I have a picture from the year prior, Jerry Van Dorpy making a pass in Charlotte. And I wanted that pass in Charlotte because that was hometown. 
But what I didn't show you was not only next to all the hero cards is there's what is that picture we got Charles is it oh, from the uh, from Metamora yeah yeah oh, the 1976 um, I think it was some Illinois farm show or something yeah. of, of, of boom boom on solid junk yeah and that one's up there too and uh, actually out of all of them that's my son's favorite tractor <laughs> picture that I have hanging up <laughs> and I've got honest pride I've got you know I think I got prohibited up there I've got you know Screaming Demon, um, oh, uh, Brooks, uh, oh, I can't think of Brooks, Ferris, Ferris, Assorted Nuts, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I've got a bunch of different hero cards I've collected, especially the past few years up there, but my boy is taken after daddy, Solid Junk is still his favorite, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's old school in his taste. Not to mention he likes rocking out to Metallica with Daddy. Does he like green tractors, too? <laughs> no, green oh, tractors no. are yucky tractors. <laughs> well, yes. yeah. That's the exact verbiage. <laughs> so, Andy, I know... Uh, oh, my gosh. Do we have... Uh, oh, I'm looking at that cue. We got to drop a collar already. But not you, Andy. Before we let you go, Andy... I know we're going to get you on here sometime soon for a full show, but we got to get you warmed up, you know, probably with a lot of prying and a couple Pepsis. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, you're heroes and legends, sir, and this one really interests me. Holy moly. Where do you want me to start? Um, John Lancaster is the one that got me hooked. But, you know, I still remember that to this day. And then I kind of found a guy they called Danny Dean and the Rooster. Uh, I'll be a diehard Rooster fan forever. Because, you know, when the chips were down, it didn't make a difference, especially like Bowling Green, the biggest bowls. Rooster always knew how to just step it up just enough and always put it on them guys. And, you know, guys like Brian Connors and Tim Angler and, and Banner Brothers. And, and I could just go on and on and on. And I will say that one of the highlights of – I always thought, you know, the stuff I remembered on tractor phone was kind of useless knowledge. And here, a little over a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, actually, come up now, uh, one of the highlights of my life was one night on my personal page, I posted a picture of uh, the Pontiac Silverdome. A guy by the name of William Guyverson commented on it. We weren't even friends. I didn't even, you know, a lot of people asked me if I've even seen Bibbs or heard what Bibbs was doing, and I didn't have a clue. And then here he was, I posted on my personal page. And, I'm 46 years old and I'm a fat guy, but I'll be the first to admit I started crying. Because, I mean, what hasn't Bibbs done? <laughs> what hasn't he built, you know? So that was probably one of my highlights. Well, sir, one we got. Heroes. I'm not surprised you're. We could have a whole show talking about our heroes and legends, and maybe we'll have to set that up for another time. But Andy Gerbaugh, thank you for everything you do for the sport, keeping the history preserved and uh, helping us out as much as you do. We truly appreciate it and helping uh, promote the sidetrack and now Redline coming out, you know, now up and running. So we're going to have to let you go for the night, sir. Thank you for everything. All right. We'll talk to you guys. Take care. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Andy. Now we go to the phone lines and, oh, boy. Our call... Our Jason Hello. the Jew is getting fired. What the Our hell Jason do you want? Our Jason the Jew is getting fired. Hey, you can't fire nobody. You hey, can't hey, fire hey, nobody. Hey, hey, hey. 
who the heck you gonna fire up in there? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, hey, you got any gold chain? I, I got gold chain for sale. <laughs> Yeah, you. Hey, how about wheels for the FC paper? I got some wheels for the FC paper. <laughs> 20, 20 bucks for the set. Two guys for the set. Wait a minute, who's getting fired? <laughs> oh, hey, somebody, you all said something about somebody getting fired. And, uh, the boss is. You guys talking about me? Can fire anybody? Hold on, Godfather speaking. I apologize, the Father. told the screener to handle it this way. I apologize, okay, Godfather. Up, I have sinned. Will you forgive me, please? <laughs> kiss, kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. <laughs> well, seven Hail Marys, two novenas, a trip towards Wow. Paul show. And you are also, at this moment in time, and Mr. Andy Gerbach had his time, are live on. Behind the Holler with Mr. Dave Fultz. The two shows out of every six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. D- does that mean you actually did a show two weeks in a row? Yeah, yeah Dave has. Uncle Zeke's yeah, on yeah, right now. And, you know. hey, hang on, hang on. Dave, Dave, Dave's coming. No, 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 no. Don't hit me. Don't hit me like that. I'm already up for deportation. Come on, man. Back. Lord, life's getting hot. Life's getting hot, Uncle Zeke, around here. This is all new president and shit. Boy, it's just bad. Can't even steal stuff anymore. But I didn't protest for the $18 an hour. We're making that real money. Ain't went to jail yet. Yes. $18. And nobody got off the page this day. I mean, everything on the internet's true, right? I mean, look at pull off. They're not good. It's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> No, the only pulling website that ever had any truth behind it is the long since defunct pullthis.net. <laughs> Don't tell Uncle Zeke that. He's going to go look it up again, Nightfall. <laughs> hey, we, we 100% guarantee that we think every all information that comes from Pulling Radio Network is true. Uh, we have everybody sign the errors and omissions agreement that stipulates that it's true at the time we believe it to be so. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. You smoking on weed, anything. <laughs> oh. did, did you hear that sound of the mason jar just coming unscrewed? <laughs> In the eye water. No, <laughs> That stuff makes you want to cro- uh, walk across four-lane highways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It makes me a liberal? <laughs> <laughs> I just took a sip. Am I going to turn uh, into uh, a liberal? I, I, that, that, I, I'm not saying that from experience. <laughs> uh, Morristown, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, 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 it was bad, man. Oh, it burns. I don't know. Oh. Go ahead. That's bad when you, when you're you know you. I guess you're you're the crew that you sponsor are trying to take care of you, but they don't tell you their motel is. On the other side of the highway from where your motel is. <laughs> How many steps is that, Godfather? I don't need. It was a bunch. Damn it! I can walk twelve steps alone. Oh. It's a bunch of steps. That's all I can tell you. 
Hey, so Uncle Zeke's uh, doing behind the holler now. It's no longer Dave. I thought it was the darling deal. I got the chickens for sale too. This explains why no, there is uh, no, so no. many so many traffic problems the third weekend of February on the Waterson Expressway. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I work I work down there in the toll booth. They call me toll booth up in Jeep. I, I work down there in the booth for the farm show. And uh, uh, I don't know uh, what uh, coming through there with a, a diesel last year. I mean, there's all these diesels. They have a couple guys, flat bill hats, big pits and everything. They smoke me out. They say, oh, I've been running coal. I was like, yeah, ain't nobody rolling coal up in here. I'm rolling up something, something up in the coal booth, but it ain't coal. But what's up with that? What, what do y'all got to do at the man in the booth at the farm show? I showed him my tits this year, but we weren't going to go there. <laughs> is, that why, is that why we're not allowed back? <laughs> well, I just debuted. Uh, I just debuted uh, sidetracked on Pulling Radio Network. What else are you going to do when you're that happy? <laughs> is, that why, is that why Uncle Larry was flipping you guys off through the window? I don't know. Uncle Larry flips me off oh. every time I see him. <laughs> Can't blame him. I do the same. We got moon, we got moonball for Larry too. That's another, that's another hey, wait a minute, wait. Hey, you can't forget about the eating the hot dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncle Larry had skills. Let me tell you. Oh, oh Lord. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. Full Radio Network will never be asked to do anything for NTP ever again. Sounds like a company. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Andy Gerbaugh, we've had really? Robbie Hetler, we've had Lincoln Donahue, a good pa- fan, and um, now we've got Uncle Zeke. But of course, we got the Godfather, got so there's some redeeming me. factors there. You got Uncle Zeke up in this motherfucker, let me tell you. Yeah, that's right, Uncle Zeke. <laughs> I have a question for you. All right. Uh-oh. I want to see if you. I want to see if you all can get the answer right. Okay. Whose idea was it for us to call you all together? Uh-oh. Why do I have a feeling this was your idea, Godfather? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I figured they would have thought that it was the the red. The red no, you, you know the way I figure it is. Uh, he passed out over here. Well, thank God he's got to get all the sleepy kid in the next month. I'm glad you got it right, because I was about ready to throw Kenny under the bus, because according to Facebook today, that guy's catering weddings now. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that, too. Is anybody around here getting ready to get married? Hey, wait a minute. Slow down. No. Don't look at me. Yeah, yeah kind of. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. If we, if we know of anybody that is interlinked with our group in any way if they've been on our show or whatever and they were happened to get happened to be thinking about getting married we could uh, do a prank call to kenny to set up the arrangements for catering <laughs> oh, uh, yeah i'm all, I'm all oh, oh we're doing it charles we're so doing you're it getting married you're <laughs> getting married <laughs> and we are so doing this I'm yeah. just <laughs> Tommy's slaying on the couch right now going, what are these my, guys talking about? I can't my, hear anything yeah. that's going on. My future significant other's We're getting sure? only one side of this conversation. Hey, She's looking bad. at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Uncle Zeke will cook his famous brownies for you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that could be the most laid-back uh, reception we, ever. <laughs> we went from listening to Mr. Andy Gerbach talk about wonderful history of the sport of truck and tractor pulling to what we're doing. Welcome to Sidetrack. Oh, <laughs> Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? What do we all have? You know what? You might as well bring Carl in on this call, too, because, you know, our, our phone screener, our, what do we call him? We can't call him Jason the Jew like they have here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Carl, what should we call you? Are you Carl the Crowd or what? <laughs> I'll have to say I, I, I'll have to apologize to Carl because we went to talking to him like we were on the show <laughs> we didn't we didn't we didn't realize you all had all got all, all high tech you know <laughs> My call-ins are still calling my telephone. Well, don't, we yeah, are kind of. You know, so we started, well, yeah, but we, we don't have all the fancy, you're in the queue now, and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> we, we don't have all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. He answered the phone, phone, and we started phone. talking like we were on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were trying to screen the callers because I was kind of concerned of like Uncle Zeke calling in and uh, we're going to deduct this out of your pay Carl you know this we're going to deduct this out of your pay Godfather is on the Andrew can you hear me or no we got Carl Carl the crowd our phone screener oh you can't hear me now yeah how sober are you oh yeah well, I just cracked my first beer. Good thing I didn't say anything stupid, though. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Godfather says, no, don't tell him who it is. Don't tell him. Just let us go. Let us do the do it. Don't tell him. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I ruined that one. Carl, hey, apologize to the Godfather. We got kicked off the phone radio network. It said... Uh, man, I didn't know FCC come up in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, did you hit the top hey, button? Uh, no, no. What does it mean when the black Tahoe rolled up? Oh, hell. We got problems. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle's, Uncle's going to be warming up there. Uncle's jumping out with the... Uh, with, uh, Shotguns? Oh, oh, shit. Quick, Quick Uncle Z, eat all the brownies. <laughs> get, the, get the 305 and that 91 Caprice warmed up. Here we go for a ride. Pink elephant, come here. Come here. Come here. Uh, I, hang on, guys. I, I got to take care of my pink elephant. needs to be put out to take a leak. Come here. Come here. Do you need, do you need hey, a wipe for that? And you have to ask. You, you have to ask Carl. I wasted a can because I'm only going to drink one before I go to bed. <laughs> and as soon as we started talking, I cracked it open. Oh man! So you all didn't even get to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure you've got plenty more. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, oh, come on, Godfather. Yeah, but, uh, you, you can have one more. We got a rule. We got a rule around here. Doubles in the middle. <laughs> Here we go. Peer pressure at its finest. I teared up on that story, Godfather. I teared up. <laughs> you teared up. Only one beer? Yeah. Let's see what I got. Nobody drinks in odd numbers. I only ever have two drinks a night, Godfather. The first and the last? <laughs> yep. Oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, man. We're off the rails yeah, now. Ah, uh, jar. <laughs> oh, boy. It could be a lot better than that hey. one. And, and, and in favor of you all, it is a Budweiser. Oh. Hey. God bless. Woo. This is... Yeah, he's gonna wake up out in the yard here in a couple hours. <laughs> no, no pond water for the Godfather. I knew I should have brought the Coronas, and we could support the illegals. I sure hope not. Corona, I got Newcastles in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you got sandcastles in the fridge? What? The hell? Newcastles. What is that? Like sweet tears? I'll get you drunk. <laughs> oh. Hey, I will say one thing. I will. Oh, I will sleep only thing tonight. I need. Only thing I need is cocaine and hookers. Hookers, <laughs> <laughs> hookers and blow. I, I didn't think we were doing that this week. Hookers and blow, baby. Talk about a mini series that seriously yeah. died on the vine. Well. <laughs> it is coming back. It yeah. is coming back. Say it's it's not Should dead. It's just back like a tree week. during the winter. It's, it's not dead. It's in rehab. <laughs> I guess I better tell you, hookers and blow comes back the week after Thanksgiving because we all need something to recover from the holidays with the family. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the day after getting out of rehab after Thanksgiving, Gil, I mean, Gil and my family, I mean, that's, that's how we roll with Thanksgiving. It's like somebody says something about turkey, next thing you know, somebody take a drumstick upside the head, and then the trailer gets a rock in there. They tipped the, they the trailer over last year. It was bad, huh? It was, it was real bad, and the neighbors come over. I feel so sorry for our buddy John Drury right now. He's been sitting on old waiting to get on to say hi. And he's had to listen to this. I think I'm just going to put him on air. Do it. Do it. Put him on. Do it. John, you there? Whoa. Yep. Oh. John. John. John, welcome to the call with eight other people. We should have left him on there to see how long he held. <laughs> uh, yeah, that check's not coming anytime soon. Oh, man. <laughs> only thing we got is hookers and blow up. <laughs> John, John, you're on air with the guys from behind the hauler. They're on air with you, too. Sounds good. How's it going, guys? Oh, going good. Another day at the city of Eric Park, Golden Gated Community. I mean, it's just good <laughs> <laughs> this phone call will be heard on four different podcasts on the Pulling Radio Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the? Hey, y'all ever seen a pink elephant riding a skateboard down the driveway? Oh, that was good. Hey, I give you a 10, but the disc now sucks. Yeah, I got <laughs> Isn't this so much be- What What else could you do, John, on a Wednesday night? I mean... Buffalo Wild Wings? I, uh, I don't know. I mean... I, well, I am, I am in Indiana, so there's not much to do. 
you're in Indianapolis. Ooh. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Indianapolis making fleece performance yep. money. Don't even go there. Yeah, as you say, if you can, if you can find Brownsburg, I'm pretty sure you can find something to do. <laughs> Well, the drag track, I could actually look out my window and see it, but there's nothing going on. Oh, they ain't protesting in Indianapolis, no? That's taking that off. I mean, when you make 19 bucks an hour, man, I work 24 hours straight for 24 days. I'm telling you, if we've been protesting this Donald Trump, man, I'm telling you, he, he's bad. He's going to send people like me out the door. Man, he's kicking his screen, of course, and uh, I'll just climb the wall back over because I'm good like that. But that, that's not a problem. Uh, well, Godfather, you got to get Uncle Zeke to bed because, oh boy, shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. I'm, 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 I'm at a point right now. I'm not worried about Uncle Zeke. Ray's gonna fire all of us. <laughs> True. I tell you, like I told the boss, I tell you, like I told the boss at the Quickie Mart. Fire was ready, Hawk. I got all the out the drawer. I got my own money. <laughs> Pull me, pull me, return my uniform to Quickie Mart. Pull him. I said it's dead. Said it's dead for a bag of weed. All you right. know how much the Quickie Mart uniform is worth on the street? Oh, it's bad. It's all the way you can get that. Have you ever had one of those moments that you think, hey, this would be a good idea? And then once you get into it, you're like, Maybe it would. <laughs> yeah, John Drury's thinking the same oh. thing right now. <laughs> which, can mean, which can mean only one thing yeah. for pulling Radio Network. We're going to do it every week now. <laughs> 32 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Godfather, Uncle Zeke, we're going to let you guys go and uh, wrap up. You're yeah. uh, behind the hauler the, every once in a while, maybe if I feel like it type of show. That uh, Uncle Zeke hosts now. Now we understand why it's up and run again. Cause... Well, your Uncle Zeke has to host it because Dave yeah. is still under the hauler. He's Jack's fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he, he definitely. Oh, oh, well, Dave. Dave oh, oh, Uncle Zeke got to go now. <laughs> Dave, Dave doesn't look like him. He's he not happy. We, we got the rule. You son of a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord, that's just... We'll We'll talk to you guys later before we have a recorded felony. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) He said he was calling the cops. (laughs) I was going to let you go, Dave, so we didn't have a recorded felony on air tomorrow night, but I mean... It's on air right now. Oh. <laughs> no, no, we've been off for about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, Zeke, Uncle Zeke turned it off. It looks like it. I'm sitting there looking at the computer, and I'm like, man, what did he do? Man, Dad, that fool, man, he got them credit box page ads up on my computer again. I told him about that. Golly. Man, I don't know about the box page. I mean, it's. Oh, no, no. Okay, moving on. All right, we're going to let you guys go. We're going to interview Mr. John Jury here. He just doesn't know it. He thought he was just going to say hi, but that ain't going to happen. Thank you, John, for calling me in. Sorry Sorry that you got into the middle of our uh, little uh, uh, hiatus. Whatever you want to call us. And I'm not the... 
I am not. Uh, I, I cannot control anything, or I cannot. Uncle Zeke's his own dog. I can't do nothing for him. The opinions of Uncle Zeke him. are not necessarily <laughs> but, uh, the opinions of PRN, sidetracked, or behind the hauler. We got sidetracked under the hall tonight. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Zeke, uh, by the way, he's headed to Indy, is what he told me. He just left out of here in Pinto. Hey, I'll be looking for him. Yeah, he's one of the protesters. He's got beads in his hair and tie-dyed shirt on and a pair of camel pants with some uh, uh, different colored uh, Chuck high tops. Oh, dear Lord. Good night, fellas. Hey, guys. Have a good hey. rest of the show. Good night, Godfather. <laughs> Hey guys, by the way, happy Thanksgiving. Y'all be good to your families, and uh, I won't be on next week because I'm going to go hang with my family on Wednesday night. But uh, you guys have a good Thanksgiving, and uh, thank you for what you do in all seriousness and uh, keeping the boat rolling while I take some time off. Thanks, guys, and uh, same, same to the both of you yep. as well. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Hi, guys. See ya. All right, John. <laughs> What do you think of the show Uh-oh. Sidetracked? There were so- <laughs> I don't think I could keep up with all the conversations that were going on. No, you basically just <laughs> shut up and listen to Uncle Zeke. I think he stole that bit from Terry Miners. Yeah. I think you're onto something. <laughs> that, Uncle, that Uncle Zeke crap is straight off of a PM drive on WHAS. <laughs> so- I'm very disappointed. Where's Uncle Drab at? Uh, stuck under a pig. <laughs> <laughs> or horses. Yeah. Having trouble at the funny farm? <laughs> yeah. I think he had said something oh. about basketball practice. I don't know. Uh, you might as well call him during the practice. Oh, that could gotcha. get interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how is the new life down in Indiana, you Hoosier? <laughs> yes. A uh, Hoosier is definitely different than a Michigander. The uh, roads are better. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Huh? Yeah, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, a guy who's working for police now, seeing badass vehicles every day. Lord knows my Snapchat shows me enough of uh, the stupid stuff. I don't know how much you're allowed to say on air, but there's a 60, like oh, a good. 66 Chevy Nova. Ugh. That oh yeah we oh, we just finished that God. up. Tell us some details no. on that one. Somebody uh, just got my got a, attention. It's a '66 Nova with a Duramax in it. It's got a uh, twin turbos on it. I believe they're 63 millimeters. Um, shooting for I think they're shooting for 900 on fuel only. Um, I believe it's going to go on the uh, Power Tour next year or Drag Week. Oh, Drag Week that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I yep. wish Dave Foltz would have been on. Got two seats he... in it. What, what block are they utilizing in that one? Uh, I believe it's a uh, LB seven block, but I'm not sure. It was already built before I started there. I know it wasn't six in the line, so he had no interest. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's too many cylinders for me. Eight in a V. I set the P. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, but uh, yep, drag drag week should be uh, good. That's what they're shooting for next year. Where are they doing drag week next year? Do have they announced the uh, where the where the tour is going to go through? 
Uh, I haven't seen any announcements on it yet. Um, I don't follow it too closely. Um, we have a couple friends of the shop that are in it from Ohio. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I haven't heard any uh, details on it yet. I imagine it'll probably move back we, west we, of the our, our main focus, our main focus right now has been the ultimate callout challenge. Yeah, I can't imagine why that about is. that. Yeah, it's got some neat stuff coming off of that. I mean, you got Waggler's 500 cubic inch billet block and head and supercharger and methanol injection, nitrous and. Methanol, my thing. He's shooting for 3,500 horse. I'm curious, really, to see how that's going to work. I mean, they mentioned the fact that, you know, they had, you know, internal baffles in the intake manifold and there's the cross. How are they going to develop an engine management system to determine where the crossover point is from the screw blower to the turbochargers taking over? And when do you feed the nitrous to it if the chargers are starting to chirp? And it sounds to me like really actually a, a spreadsheet headache. <laughs> No, it's real easy. Yeah, that's what it, You press the button and hold it. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's been done before on a smaller platform. Um, he actually, I think the turbos on are 96 millimeters, if I don't believe, precisions. Yeah, I believe they are, yeah. And uh, it just nuts. I haven't seen it in person yet, but I'm, I'm sure I see it at PRI along with you guys, unfortunately. Well, yeah, you're well minus me because uh, of uh, commitments. But yeah, uh, you don't yeah. you don't go anywhere. Ooh, yeah, I'm surprised you're even on the show right now. Wow, harsh. <laughs> Tough crowd around no, there. No, you know you're you're a big part of it. Big words, come on. I think I'm stuck with the Mike Clark moniker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, what what are your guys' uh, shop gonna debut for UCC? You guys got something up your sleeve, or you can't talk about it? Well, it's a silver coming because uh, Chase likes silver silver trucks. Um, Very it, I don't know if you guys follow the Facebook page at all, but we just posted on there today um, Mill on the Billet Block on one of our CNC machines. Nice. Is this a, is this a something of your own design, or is this an LSM that you guys are working over? Or? It's off our own design. Very nice. You guys, uh, Eamon, what uh, what pattern are you going for with it? Is it a six seven style, a five nine, a hybrid? Um, it's, I I don't know that that much of the details yet. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be a hybrid because we do a lot of the six four comp motors. Right. Um, a six seven sleeve down to a, a six four. Um, I don't know if it's going to be something along those lines or what. It's kind of kind of new. Good deal. I hear uh, potentially. I don't. Know, do we want to let this out of the cat? This get this out of the bag yet? No. no okay. Never no. mind. <laughs> I'll I'll uh, call you sometime soon on that one, John, and we'll talk. Now that I got your number, I can create. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think. Yeah, I'm still working on that one. I know what you're talking about on that. Um, we might have heard a little more than you. Probably. It's positive. We'll say that. No one tells me anything anyway, so. What do you what do you do there then? Just push the button? Answered phones. <laughs> answer phones. Answered phones. I mean come on. How, I mean, how hard is it? So They hired me for God's sake. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you got enough beds or places to crash for four people when we come down for PRI. So <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, there's plenty of room. There's even a trailer out in the driveway, too, so I guess you'd be stuck out there because, you know. He, he likes you. to sleep on trailers. <laughs> <laughs> or does that fall under the uh, what happens in the pits at Armada stays in the pits at Armada? Yeah, probably along those lines. So, all right, John, we got another caller we got to get to here, so we'll see you soon, buddy. Uh, well, let's see. About two or three weeks now for PRI, so the only person we're waiting on credentials oh, yeah. for is uh, Nick. For some reason, they're still in process for him. So, oh, yeah, to, uh, yeah they, uh, they got lost in the mail. No, they just said in process. I hope they didn't get lost in the mail because I've got <laughs> Carl and Nathan's in my own. So, Nick, you might have to stay home. <laughs> Thanks for my invite. You're not yeah. a member of the side. Well, cool guys, I just wanted to say I hi. Beer. You know, I'm down here in Indiana now. I don't get to see, see Andrew as much or you know, hear from him, thank God. But, you know, I just want to call it. I listen I listen every week when you guys do it around. I Kill am time. so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So. Nothing else to do. I'm a Hoosier now. Come on. Right? No kidding. You. How much do you really love basketball? Oh, God. <laughs> None at all. My man. So, all right, sir. Uh, we're uh, we will talk to you later, and uh, we'll uh, see you soon, buddy. Cool. See you later, guys. Yep. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for putting up with that uh, shit show earlier, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, thanks, John. Yep. Bye. Let's pause it. We'll, I have to drain my we'll bladder. We'll take a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> my bladder has been so full for the last 15 minutes, I'm pretty control. sure I've That packed. one I just is them coming in? from... Do it. Do it. We're recording. We can always stop it. <laughs> it's in the queue. Oh, and... Caller, you are on the line with Sidetrack. What's going on? I come oh, in and let you spot Paolo on his spear. Carla, are you there? <laughs> oh, boy. Mr. Nathan Drob on the line. Uh, the other member of the unhooked cast. Might as well bring Carl. Carl is in on this one, too. Yeah, I <laughs> threw him right on you guys. I didn't wait for you to bring him on air. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Funny Farm, how's everything going tonight? I got two complaints. Okay. Already. All right, go okay. ahead. What? One, one, the, the, the call screener is an asshole. <laughs> I already a, knew that. Yeah. Yep. That's why he's the screener. Okay, so you got that. And then Tell me something that, I don't know. Oh. Then you actually got to listen to the show while you wait. So oh. Oh. background music or something for, I'll, I'll for see your guests. I think I can change that. Elevate music. <laughs> if that's your only uh, issues with the show, I mean, I re- I really don't care because I mean you haven't talk, talk really about your low standards lately. <laughs> Something about basketball. How many basketball. guests you guys had on tonight? Um, we've had nineteen. Before. We've had yeah, nineteen. 19. Not bad. <laughs> the quality on the last two have been really poor. We've had John Drury, now Nathan Drobs, so I mean. <sighs> the hitch was not horizontal. I thought you were supposed to save the best for last. That's why you waited for me to call in now. No, we're waiting on somebody else to call back. 
throwing that out there. So it, all right. So what else is going on tonight uh, in the sidetrack land? Uh, we have open intox. And apple pie. Oh, Ether! <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Nathan Drob, you are rules tech for TTPA for a 2.5 class. I'm sorry. And that's all we're going to say about that tonight. For those of you who are listening, you don't even go there, Shepard. I will backslap you. <laughs> what about horizontal hitches? You can't reach me from here. Horizontal hitches. Horizontal we hitches. We don't need to hear Wait, about no. street mod Time diesel. Out. I have a, I have a question. <laughs> How about some clarification on a hitch? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's not enough time in the show for that one. At least we're talking about the ass of the truck where everybody's head's been shoved because they don't want to talk about turbos anymore. <sighs> yeah. I think we need to start talking well, about know, lift bumps. It's, 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 the only, it's the only thing that's really, really holds the class back. So it's always a, it's always a important topic that's close to most people's heart. It doesn't matter what class you're in. doesn't matter what level. That is... That is as you would say, the restrictor of the class. So it's always a hot button for most pullers. So well, let's we'll, just, we'll just leave that one at that. Well, that was an interesting Move story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Mr. Nathan Drop, are you going to have your truck out for 2017 for more than four passes? <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. Whether that happens or not, we'll see. I saw so, a so, miffed at the uh at the problems i had and why it did it but i think we just well that's the, the general uh, the, the general consensus is, is just build a new motor that's the general consensus it's real so easy to figure out what we're gonna do more money a 3-0 just more money yeah what's that 3-0 no you know that's interesting i don't know you know there's some rumors that Maybe this is a good topic, maybe not, but there's a rumor that, you know, most of the Region 2 stuff will uh, pick up the 3-inch smoothbore class and that the rules will be the same as PPL, which, you know how that goes. It doesn't seem like the NTPA and PPL can really get on the same page. It seems like there's always a little twist, you know, in most of the classes that make it a little different. I've heard that it's a copy of the rule book. I don't know what you guys have heard for 2017. From what I've heard is it seems like, or for what I've read, it seems like that it's going to be extremely, extremely close. So hopefully it'd be really nice because then you could have a pullover from both of them. That's, and we've had this discussion previously, like when we talked about the East versus West in Michigan is it's, well, it's, they allow hand throttles and they don't. So I can't go pull over there. Like, Let's just make something pretty universal in case I decide to go travel. I don't understand why we... It, it's nice that at least NCPA is like, hey, here's the rules. If you don't like it, go to 2.5 or go to someplace else. Yep. Yeah, and I like that. I'm just, you know, from, you know, you look at like the, you know, the PPL versus NTPA. I don't know all the rules, but when you get in like the Pro Mod four-wheel drive, right? Mm-hmm. NTPA has a cubic inch limit. PPL does not have a cubic inch limit in that class. Right? Well, if, if you look at the um, two-wheeler class, just from what I'm at, I'm at, it goes, oh, hey, look, we have a wheelbase limit that's a little bit shorter, and if you run a T-bucket, you're going to sacrifice 200 pounds. 
So right, and that's the difference between PPL and NTPA. Yeah, exactly, and it's it, it is what it is. But I don't know without without lining up uh, rule books side by side. Uh, what I see of what uh, NTPA is elected to do here, actually, after all the rules meetings, is uh, that they're. Their three O and three six classes are going to be substantially identical to what PPL and Shy use for their events, so that's probably a step in the right direction. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think. Yeah, so I've been talking to a few guys that you know are interested in running the class, which I think are great. Uh, I think the the few drawbacks, you know, Andrew, we were talking about this the other day. The few drawbacks of starting, um, you know, a, a class like this is how many hooks do they get because at the NTPA level, you know, it's uh, I don't quote me, but isn't like 700 to $800 Jake for a membership for a one year. Oh, well, it depends on when you pay. Um, man, I just looked at the rule book and I knew somebody was going to question me on something like this, but it all depends. Uh, if you pay it early, you can get a discounted fee. If you pay it in January, it's going to be a little later. But, again, you're going to get a little better payout. And the biggest thing is, like, just from dealing with the last two weeks is there's no drama. There's, there's very, very little drama that goes along with it. And it's just like, well, here we go. Um, these are the rules. If you don't like it, go someplace else. And especially now that NTPA jumped on board with PPL, that really – puts a substantial hurt on the guys of well you can go pull someplace else that doesn't pay as much yeah and that's i think that that was some of the you know some of the issue was if you only get um because it's a new class and they don't know you know how many um i guess not dedicated but uh what's the word i'm looking for um you know in the ntpa right they have people that um commit yeah correct there's a lot of people that commit and they don't know how many they'll get to commit and if they only have four classes or four hooks i'm sorry you're looking at you know 200 and some dollars a hook all right right? so i being that you have to pay for hook fees and memberships and regions and wolverine so you know it could get kind of costly the first year if they don't have a ton of hooks well the biggest thing is you get to you get to classify your grand national versus regional national right when you sign up so uh, like I got it pulled up at if you just uh, if you sign up by December fifteenth, it's four eighty five for Grand National, two twenty for regional. Um, in let's see, vehicle registration for after February six fifty two for Grand National, two ninety five. So really, you're not that bad. Uh, the biggest thing is your competitive crew che- or your competitive card. Um, so you're gonna sign up at three eighty five. So that's gonna sign you up for you yourself to be to have a card that says hey i'm ntpa puller here's what i am um and that's gonna be wow that was nifty in the earballs um but yeah that's you're still talking it's gonna be 700 bucks to sign up but at that same point i guess yep. it all depends on where you want to pull yeah no and it just you know like say for guys, you know, that, that and this is just what I've been hearing from a few of them. Everybody's super gung-ho. It's never been done, you know. Um, it's just getting some people that aren't really, really committed and don't look to the future like some people don't. It could be it could be a crutch, you know. It could be a, a road bump well, the biggest, starting off. But. The thing that I see, too, is 
I don't see them taking it on as a Grand National class because it'll be worse than no. two wheel drive or Super Farm. You'll have a hundred in a class at if you go yep. to Bowling Green for some apparent reason. But I see, I see that you could get ten or fifteen at least. It's it's going to be a the equivalent of a regional two wheel drive or a regional Super Farm class. Um, and it, 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 I think it'll be good because it adds that variety where the people were looking for that extra little bit of change the extra little bit of something else and i see the guys that want to pull it that will be committed and the guys that want to be there when they can similar to a lot of uh regional guys they'll do it um but i don't see them taking on uh it at a grand national level and that's where i think everybody jumped on the big thing of oh hey ntpa is taking us on and well there's three levels that we're talking about here I don't think they're positioning it necessarily as anything above the regional level because prior to the you know the, the 2016 the super stock diesels were region two yep. now they graduate to GN and we go from there. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I see. Maybe you might see them at Enderley where you take the top one and go from there to see who's got the best run of stuff. Yep. Yeah, and I like say I know like Charles said uh, the it took when do you think Charles the first year uh the super stock guys got introduced to NTPA. Boy, I want to say it's it's within the last Really, I think that kind of came about while uh would have been 2000 I think it's like 11, 12 or something, wasn't it right around 2000, there? 2010 or 11 when OSTPA yeah. let them jump into the Supermod four-wheel drives and OSTPA was still under the NTPA umbrella and then um, then they, you know, NTPA picked up the pieces after uh, OSTPA jumped to PPL. So yeah, that, I mean, I think, you know, talking Sounds with, like he's in the bathroom. Are you in the <laughs> It sounds like Wolverine's hurting for some some iron. You know, they 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 you know they have a lot of hooks, right? I don't think they have a problem getting the hooks, getting the big fairs, getting the big events. It's just you look at some of those classes and you wonder, you know, Super Farm two wheel drive trucks really carry that organization right now. Well, I I don't know if they hurt for iron. That's a big thing. I don't I don't know if they hurt. I think they're looking for that differentiation because when you go out there and automatically lose guys to a completely another organization with lack of we just don't have that class. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's why they took it out. Yeah. It's going to be zero risk for us. So what's the worst case scenario? We don't have guys show up. Yep. And I know that there was some talk on payout too that the payout might not be that great for the first year, but like I say, that's that's where you got to have some pullers that look, you know, beyond I guess me for the 2017 season and look at it as you know a huge stepping stone and something that they you know they're planning on do for years and you know kind of like we always say take your bumps as rookies. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Don't come in expecting the world. You know, you come in, take what you can get, and you grow. And that's how it works with most organizations with new classes come around. So, um, you know, I think it'll be great. Just uh, we'll see. And I know uh, talking with a, a couple guys, they're looking to do because Wolverine may not have the the amount of polls. Um, there's some talk that they may do something similar to what Ed Shoebridge is doing, and we're trying to get maybe um, make our own schedule where we can put our mate on there for um, 
the, the three inch class or put Burwell on there, or, you know, you put maybe some big West side poles like Hart or pick some other ones and try and get those group of guys, maybe to pick 15 spots, kind of like Ed's doing, get some guaranteed payout. And even if it's not a, a Wolverine or NTPA points hook, those guys kind of travel around similar what Ed's doing with the, um, the light limited. So I don't know if you guys have heard anything on that or not. I have not, but that seems to be a thing that's within the diesel truck community anyway, where they chase the money more so than the points. And if you know, if you throw down the payout and put together that kind of an event, they're going to come. It's just like any pulling, though. Uh, what was it, Chelsea? That was a couple years ago that ended up with like eighteen or twenty trucks that showed up, but it paid out fifteen hundred bucks to win in a two wheel class. And it's just like, well, you're going to get if you pay them, they will come. It's just like the old. If you build it, they will come. Exactly. It's the same, same theory. Principle. If you pay them, people will show up. Yeah. It might not. It might not happen the first year, but the second year when somebody goes, "Oh yeah, hey, I went down to this pole. There's only four trucks, and I came out with fifteen hundred bucks." It's gonna be like, well, we need to make sure we schedule that next year. Yeah. It's if it's a check, so, it's yeah. a check. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see if any of the orga- other organizations do file suit, whether it be some or. Uh, you know, NTPA or, uh, you know, some of the ITPAs, the OSTPA, I mean, CoTPA, you know, all the, the variety of, we'll call it larger diesel truck organizations. And I, my guess is as soon as that rule comes out, NTPA um, announces it, that you'll, you'll see a lot of organizations going to similar rules than that for th- this season. Oh, yeah. Well, that. No. I don't want to bash any diesel puller, but it seems like all that follows it is drama. And it it seems like we just can't get a fair, like, here's where it is. And I think this was the point in time when TPA and PPL finally stepped in and be like, hey, listen, here's our rules. Like it or hate it, this is what it is. The guys who want to pull will come out here so they don't have to deal with all the fighting and complaining and moaning and fight every three years to try to get that little extra advantage over somebody else because we can't look fair because we got to look out for ourselves and i think that's where the point in time where they finally stepped in and goes well this is a potential class and i think it's it's got you look at how much that super stock diesel class has grown from when it just was shied and uh, there was two or three trucks that came out there and now there's what 10 consistently that show up and you just go, oh, well, I, I, there, there's huge potential, especially when you look at the 2.5 or the street diesel, because the diesel community is gain, gaining so hard. And you look at how much the diesel drags have gained, you just be like, well, why is why is pulling missing that? Yeah, and I think I would I would guess that some of the events that I saw, whether it's on you know TV or the internet, I think I've seen as many as maybe 21 or 22. Uh, super stocks at, at a Grand National event this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you look at, well, the best is like uh, I saw the Battle of the Bluegrass, and you're like, well, there's there's 15 trucks in this class, and they're letting them scream out there in a 2-5 class. Though the rules differentiate, I understand that. Like, why can NTPA not get something like that? And I finally think they stepped up to the plate. Like, here we go. Let's go pulling, and here's your rules. Let's see if we can get a following behind it. And I think they're going to have... It, it, I'm assuming it's going to grow about like the two-wheel drive, the super farm classes. It's one of those stepping stones. Do I think a 3.0 smoothbore is a huge step? Maybe, but I still think it's at the point where you're going to get all the the guys that are 
budget guys that still want to try to go out there and compete with the guys that have a big checkbook. Same in any other class. I think they're going to get that. Yep, I, I agree. I agree with that. that like I say, it's it's a, it's obtainable to run, not to win, but to run in that class. So oh. I, I agree. Yeah, I see. I see big numbers in the years to come. I mean, I think you'll see a lot of those guys that I think it'll be as big as the two six two eight was a few years ago. That that'll be my my opinion on that class. You know, for the coming years. So. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I think you'll probably see this year probably five to five to ten trucks out there consistently in region two that'll go out in there and pull and i think it's just on a extreme incline after that after they see that hey listen we don't have to deal with any rules here's what they are if you don't like it or if you want to compare it it's at the end of the year here's the rules let's go change it and it's not like it's just going to be a duramax power class or a cummins power class here we are we got to go out there and we just got to dominate. It's not like it's going to be an unfair match like we've seen around locally occasionally. Uh, and I think it's going to be, I think it's got extremely, extremely great potential in the class. I think the only potential wrench in the works really would be if PPL schedules over the top. Exactly. That's, that's the only conflict I can yep. see. And at the same point, with it only being regional, you're not going to feel as exactly committed. It's going to be regional state. I don't think you're going to see feel this obligation that, hey, I have to go pulling this weekend, and I don't think they're going to go out there and schedule 30 hooks right to start. No. I, no, it's, not, it's not going to be light pro. Maybe, maybe 8 or 10. Yeah. Yeah, and and at that same point in time, they're going to get a feel of it. If they have to fill a class in, they'll have to fill a class in. I think that's kind of actually the, the counter the other side of the coin, if you will, on this move by NTPA at that particular level is the dilution of concentrated pulling classes. You know, you got 3.0, 3.6, super stock diesel, four-wheel drive, super mod four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive. There's a pro mod in there somewhere. There's a light modified, the light limited modified that nobody runs, a 6,300-pound class, light modified, unlimited. unlimited. You got light pro, limited pro, pro farm, super farm, super stock, pro stock. Jesus, <laughs> just give me, give me the. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I am a bit purist, purist on this. Give me the days when it was just modifieds at five, seven, and nine, super stocks five, seven, nine. Give me a pro, and uh, you know, give me a four wheel drive truck class and a two wheel drive truck class. And, but mm-hmm. yeah, but that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Yeah, and I think that you know you have a good point, uh, Charles. It's like even with the addition of the the super stock uh, diesel trucks, you you can only I mean yeah you get these big event shows, Bowling Greens and all that, but when you get to the just the night shows, it's really tough, especially with at least I you know I believe that there's a huge increase in iron in a lot of these classes. I mean I was watching what last night. Um, Toma, and you know they ran the unlimited modified class, and this year, and all of a sudden, you look at NTPA, and you don't usually get years where there's ten plus guys running, uh, you know, unlimited mod. And there, there was, you know, and then you get to, you know, you get to the the pro pro stock, and it's like sixty one, sixty two, sixty three tractors in some of these classes, right? It's like I think we're just seeing a lot, a lot bigger numbers than I've seen in a lot of years, in a lot more classes. So how, like you said, Charles, how do they fit these all in, and you know who picks what and who goes where? You yeah, know, it's getting, you, it's a good thing. It's definitely a good thing, but it's well, something it's, you know I don't think we've seen. It's you know ten years ago with the amount of iron that's out there. 
Well, but I think also the problem is, is like on that promotional side of things, we're, we're all in the sport. We all know what it is. We all get it. We know what the potential turnouts are. Let's assume for a second that I'm John Q. Promoter from Washington Courthouse, Ohio, and I run a fair. Yes, we've had pulling for years and years, but I don't know the difference between a limited pro and a light pro. And somebody hands me this contract and says, pick the classes you want, and there's 30 options on there. What do you do? Stick it up on the wall and throw a dart yeah. at it? How, how the hell do you know? And and that's where the problem's going to come in, I think, maybe for this, this new 3036 thing. Yeah, the purse problem that Jake was talking about, but also, and you meant, you touched on, but how many promoters are even going to pick it up because they even understand what the hell it is? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is like you have NASCAR, you have your, you got your levels or whatnot. We don't get the promotion really out there that you get to see of, hey, this is what we have, this is what we have. I think there has to be numbers that are involved with it. Just going into the business side of it, you got to be like, hey, let's listen. I want the best turnout that there is. Let's see the numbers. Who's there? Who's committed? What is your average turnout? Let's go from that point of it because we're coming to the point in time where it's just not tractor pulling was tractor pulling back in the day. My dad knew all the classes and whatnot. There's so many classes that are extremely similar. Now we need to go to the point in time where it's like, let's see the numbers because I want to see my potential profits. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, you know, that's – and like I say, the cost of the classes aren't – I'm sure once you get up to – I don't know what payouts are for – some of the larger classes like unlimited mod, but I'm sure there's not a huge differential across the classes um, for the total purse. But I, you know, I'm not that close to it. I know looking and we looked at possibly, you know, I called Wolverine last year and there wasn't really a huge differentiation between, you know, putting on a, you know, call say I want super farm or two wheel drive or four wheel drive mod or, you know, their combo class. It's not like one class is three thousand and the other one's fifteen hundred. They they were closer in, in the total purse per class than I thought they would have been. Honestly, I think state and regionally that's probably it's, the case. But when you get to the GN level, like especially Bowling Green, this was mm-hmm. a highlight after 2016's Bowling Green event. Oh yeah, uh, what the differentials were in purses for each individual class versus turnout. But the difference really was not made by. Uh, Northwestern Ohio tractor pullers or NTPA, it was the fact that there was sponsorship money dedicated to a class kicked in, and if a class felt shortchanged, well, they needed to promote themselves and, and collect those sponsorships. Definitely, classes. yeah, that yeah. is. That's, yeah. that's what it was. And, and, uh, and how does, how does like, I'm not sure how, like, Grand National stuff works, um, but does, and maybe no one does, but as far as, you know, we look for classes when we're promoting something is, you know, I want a class that can bring in, you know, 15 hooks because I'm going to get hook fees and some of those guys aren't getting payouts, right? So it just, it eases the, the pain of the class or the cost of the class a little bit. So if you brought on, you know, for instance, 61 uh, pro stocks and you're only paying back 10 places, that class to me is, um, you know, a lot more attractive than bringing in a, you know, unlimited mod where you have eight, you pay eight. You know, I guess I don't know how much that goes in on the big, you know, like you're talking about the, it's the the cost of how many people do you believe you're bringing in the gate for that class versus another one. Oh yeah. And that's where I said, I think you got to know the numbers, you know, I think that's where you got to know the numbers at this point. And that's pretty much what we're, 
as much as like we've evolved and you were on your basis of pulling around here, most of the people just just coming from the classes of knowing around the thumb, everybody knows the thumb stuff. And that's, I think, the, the biggest thing that you could do around here for promotion would be to get a class that nobody really knows about, bring it in here, and you might get some more attendance. You might be able to get that extra people that are looking for it. The, we were looking just from our aspect of it we went from our mod class to the super mod two-wheel drive it was the closest thing we had a block we had heads we were there now we're at the point where it was like well we need a new supercharger now it's like these guys can outdrive me and it's it's a complete and utter basis of driving from big tires to small tires it's not even completely the same thing and it's awesome because when you were local and you were trying to get pointers from somebody else, they were quiet about it. They didn't want to give you that advice because they might get beat because you might have a bigger checkbook or you might be better at setups or whatever it is. These guys out on the regional or grand national circuit, I get it all the time that it's just like, oh, hey, here's your here's your driving. This is what's going on. Let's get it changed up. And with that, we need to kind of wrap this up and uh... – this episode okay, did, did Andrew today. fall asleep? Pretty close to it. <laughs> and I mean, he's I, out. This is, probably, this is probably the longest we, I've ever went in my lifetime without here. We gotta talk. Hold on, wait. Let's talk about hitches. No. Let's come on. It. Come on. Let's get this. <laughs> so, ah. r- real, real, real quick, Charles, before we, uh, before we shut this down, uh, I did have a little agenda for coming on here. Is uh, you know we we talked a lot seconds about or less, uh, this is seeing the, out of the my Bowling Green right predict- now, buddy. or the uh, Louisville predictions are starting to come out. Ooh. So we really need to start pushing our uh, brackets this year. Yeah, well, we'll get on, to wait, that. we're gonna, we're gonna we'll establish. Get to that. Is re- this gonna be like buy-in stuff? We're gonna revise some rules, and I, yeah. think, so. I think it some, needs to be like a case yeah. of beer. I think some money's got to come in this year. Yeah. No, I think so too. Yeah. alcohol. All right, we'll talk about that another time. Thanks, Nathan, for coming on. All right. You're burning up my dime right now. <laughs> so we'll talk to you later, buddy. All right. All right. You guys have a good night. You too. Life Media Tech is your one-stop shop for multimedia, photography, videography, live event productions, and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring sidetrack to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810-689-4151. That's Life Media, 810-689-4151. And we're back here on Sidetrack with Armstead and Posh. And uh, thanks to everybody who took time out of their night to join us on the show. Uh, Lincoln Donahue, Andy Gerbaugh, Rodney Hetler, Nathan Drob. Who am I missing? Oh yes, that's right. We had we talked to Uncle Zeke and uh, the Godfather, and also thanks to uh, Jake Shepard for joining us in studio here tonight, and uh, to Carl Cross for manning the switchboards and uh, doing all our call screening tonight and staying awake the whole time, no less. Yeah, and sober. Wow, that's wow. disappointing. Sober might be a stretch. <laughs> might be. <laughs> oh wait, so I didn't get to hear this Charles drop. Do it. Go ahead, do it. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. All right, hold on. I got to fire up the iPad. I'll press the button.
I'm going for broke. <laughs> yeah, he slams my laptop. It's, it's okay. Be anyway, it's like it broke. And now we got we got Andrew all wired back up. He's we ready will, for uh, round two. We will be taking next week off so that all of you can uh, enjoy time with for the your families, as we will do as well. Yeah, go ahead. All right, come on, it's the end of the show. Go ahead, just play it. Go on, let's play hear it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Go ahead. Do it. Shall we do it? Once you finally find a drop for me, you're never going to quit playing it. Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. And now that we got that out of the way, (laughs) I am Charles Posh. I am Nick Meyer. I'm Andrew Armstead. I'm the guest, Jacob Shepard. Have a good night, and we'll see you again soon.